0: To the Arcturian Playground A place to play In the realm Of imagination All done in the service Of compassionate Expansion of consciousness Yes It sounds weird We know We would not have it Any other way We
1: are going to put you into a trance now as you are desiring to connect with us and yet you recognize that your mind is quite active and you would like to have the uh, reassurance and also to change the mood that you are in and you recognize that in times past when you have needed a small adjustment to your mood, uh, that uh, sitting and placing a hand upon your heart and feeling the warmth and feeling the pressure and breathing slowly and focusing on this space has been uh, quite an effective move for you to make and therefore at this time when you are desiring to connect with us, which we uh, again we think is funny because we are always connected to you, it is never that there is a separation, we are always right here and so anytime you do turn to us and place your attention uh, here we are it is the equivalent of using your imagination to alter your brain. It's it, chemistry is not. It's not no. It is not uh, chemistry. It is uh, magnetic frequency. It is the regions of the brain which communicate one with another and the focus to. What you are doing now as you are practicing this channel is you are wiring, as it were, you are creating new neural pathways and you are reinforcing uh, certain old neural pathways which allow you a certain experience and a certain perspective that you would not have uh, otherwise. This is no different than if you were to sit and watch a television show or read a book or go for a walk or play a video game or take a nap or anything that you do anything that you do creates and reinforces neural pathways you get better at anything that you do you get stronger you get more efficient in your mind with those uh, neural pathways therefore what you are doing right now each time that you pause and focus your attention in uh, a certain area you are becoming more proficient at that and what you are doing now is becoming more proficient at calming and soothing yourself you are becoming more proficient at uh, Pretending to step outside of yourself in order to bring other parts of yourself into greater harmony with yourself. We hope that does not dizzy you too much. Again, we are asking you to step out of your intellect. You, in fact, are asking yourself to step outside of your intellect. You are asking yourself to be in a heart space at a time when you are feeling uh, quite frustrated and worn down by the many responsibilities of life uh, when things do not quite go the way that you were hoping for them to go. And today has been one of those days. Here we are. We are here to tell you that we love you. Uh, Who are we to tell you that we love you? We are you. We are you. Uh, You know that we are you. You are sitting in a chair. You are speaking to yourself in a voice that is different than your normal speaking voice you are creating as it were a manufactured liminal experience uh, by this we mean that you are uh, stepping outside of the normal way you, that you experience life and there is tremendous power in doing so this is the power of ritual that has been recognized and harnessed by many people and cultures throughout the world to create a, a space where uh, lighting is changed, music and sounds are changed, the smells in the air are changed, the clothes that people wear are different. Uh, there are many rituals which you could look at, uh, rites of passage as it were, uh, that have been studied and you have experienced this through your own studies. You are aware of the power of ritual, and the transformative power. You are also aware that the power is the result of uh, imagination. It only has the power because uh, it is thought that it will have power. How do you respond to such understanding? There are various ways to respond to this understanding. You could say, well, since there is no real power, I will simply stop pretending, and therefore there is no power at all. And you go throughout the world saying, there is no power, there is no meaning. It is all meaningless and powerless, and it is all imagination and placebo, and that is not real. That is one way that you could exist. We have no beef, as it were. We have no qualms with anyone who would come to that conclusion. Uh, We do feel that you will be missing out uh, if you disengage from the power of your own mind and your own imagination. But we do understand that there is great fear among many people for uh, you do not know what is real, quote-unquote real Uh, and you rely on others to reassure you of what is real or true or good and uh, this is something that we would uh, once again ask for each person to trust their own experience of life trust what is real for each person which is the perspective that you hold, the, uh, the experiences that work as a filter and determine the experience of your own life. That is real. And there is power to create, to influence the filter of your mind. This is something that you are understanding and have been coming to an understanding of for quite some time. That understanding will deepen And it is a power that you have been using your entire life. In fact, you cannot but help but use this power. For, as we said earlier, any activity that you do, you become better at it, more proficient at it. What is that, if not a power? And the power of shaping your mind, of shaping your filter, uh, understanding what confirmation bias is, uh, what what pre-existing beliefs or expectations would you like to create. For much of your life, the vast majority of your life, you have been creating a filter without understanding what you are doing. And you are now coming to an understanding that you have been doing this the entire time without awareness. And there are consequences, of course, of creating certain habits of thought Uh, without your own understanding of what you are creating. You therefore are at the mercy of your own mind. Nevertheless, there is that inkling within you that desires something different. Uh, And it is by following that inkling that you can create new pathways within your mind. You can create new habits. And you can, in fact, change your own mood in an instant, if you are able to become proficient at doing so. Therefore, we commend you for taking this time to intentionally create a fiction by which you can alter the electromagnetic chemistry of your brain. Would you like to speak about Mormonism? Is that why you are here? Would you like to know more about the story of Joseph Smith? Uh, Where we left off, we were speaking of Zion and the great impact that this had. The, The point that we wish to reinforce is that the childhood wounds of each person greatly determine their path forward in life. What are yours? It is very easy for you, we are speaking to the man in the chair, to observe others and to see the way that their wounds impact their lives. Are you able to see your own? That is the trick. And in fact, that is a large part of why we are visiting with you, why we are exploring the Mormon-formed mind which is equivalent to childhood wounds for you were conditioned to surrender your power to others in a sense as far as what you trust to be true or real you were conditioned to develop grief and shame and various forms of self-hatred and this is something that you and many others continue to struggle with one of the consequences of creating certain neural pathways quite unconsciously which now become automatic programs that run in your unconscious minds and determine the flavor of the day, they determine your mood they determine your reactions to things around you we ask you at this time to recall another one of the we would like to say glorious, but we understand that you will uh, resist that adjective. And nevertheless, we do uh, see this as glorious—a a, a teaching. Again, we hesitate to use the word teaching, but uh, we must get to the point somehow. If you will stop dancing around words, that the worth of a soul is great. We talked about that, but there is a scripture in. The Book of Moses, which was a channeled work from Joseph Smith, as Joseph Smith was doing much as you are doing now, sitting and imagining, what would the voice of the Lord say to Moses if I were Moses and I were also the voice of the Lord? And through that process of imagination, the Book of Moses was created And there is a very nice nugget within which that says, This is my work and my glory to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. There is nothing more clear to understanding the nature of God or as we more commonly refer to it, source energy, Source energy Is we, we shall say My work and my glory My work and my glory By, by work and my glory We mean My raison d'etre de My reason for existing The thing that I do Why I do it It's what I do It's what I enjoy It is to bring to pass The immortality And eternal life Of all living beings But we are speaking to man, so we will say, to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. And how do we do this? How do we bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man? For immortality is not something that is brought to pass. It is something that simply is. Eternal life, on the other hand, has many definitions. What does it mean to you? There is no single correct answer to any of these questions. There are multiple correct answers to these questions. Each perspective, each human perspective is a correct perspective. Does that confound you? How could, uh, how could differing opinions be correct if they differ from one another? They are correct in the sense that they are a perfect result of every experience that the person who is perceiving has ever experienced, plus whatever it is that they are experiencing. It is a a simple formula which you have attempted to share with others with varying degrees of success, as you yourself are still having a very difficult time uh, understanding each element of the formula, it is a very simple formula. It is X plus Y equals Z. And the way that you define X is the internal environment of a human being. The way that you define Y is the external environment of a human being. And the way that you desi- define Z is the reaction the human reaction and response when the internal environment meets the external environment or when the external environment is processed through the internal environment. We will give you an example. A human being and a snake. We, For, for fun, we will say that this is uh, Mother Eve and uh, Lucifer the snake in the Garden of Eden and they are both standing in front of the tree of life, of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And yes, a snake in that case did stand, why not? If it can talk, why can it not stand? Uh, for the, the sake of this uh, story, just go with it. The human woman Eve, n- n- newly formed from the rib of Adam, with all of her working parts, uh, quite a a magnificent achievement, if we do say so ourselves, uh, is standing in front of the tree and what does she perceive? It's something that uh, you would recognize as uh, brown trunk and green leaves and uh, fruit upon the tree, whatever size, shape or color you perceive through the human eyes. And if there were uh, Adam who were also standing next to Eve uh, perceiving this tree he would see a very similar uh, object in front of him Uh, now if Adam had different experience with trees perhaps he would uh, climb a tree and fall and break his leg although uh, Adam at this time was quite like uh, Wolverine and he would immediately heal We we are uh, playing games with our humor. Uh, We do not want to distract too much from the story at hand. What we wish to say is that uh, even though Adam and Eve are staring at the tree and they're seeing the same tree, they may have a different reaction and response to how that tree makes them feel. Uh, The reason for this is because each of them is carrying in their mind different experiences of what that tree is, although the biology might render an image that is nearly exact between the two, because they both have the same number of rods and cones in their eyes, and they have a human-formed brain uh, which has evolved to perceive light in a certain way, and to reconstruct that in the mind in a certain way. They will be seeing the same thing, but feeling very different about it, having different thoughts about it. It will be a different experience. It will be an X plus Y equals Z in both cases. However, the X is a different because they are each carrying around different uh, experiences different life experiences their mind has been shaped by different influences at different points and times of their life so their their X will be different the the Y being the tree is the constant it is consistent for both and yet the Z is a different output and experience and then of course the Z doubles in and becomes uh, part of the new X because uh, all experience is Creating and shaping, and preparing the way for new experiences uh, as the filter is ever emerging and being created. Now let us uh, go to the mind of the snake for Lucifer, who is standing next to Adam and Eve, also is beholding this tree. However, the eyes of a snake are not the same as the eyes of a human, and the the larger means of perception for a snake is thermal sensing. There are organs on the snake that will take into account the temperature Uh, of the air and the objects around it and through the temperature will render in its brain an image or texture to the image as uh, both the sight through the eyes and the smell through the nose and the sense of the thermal imaging all rendered together to create an image within the mind of a snake which would be quite uh, foreign for a human mind to experience, they might as well be looking at completely different things, and yet uh, it is the same thing. And once again, it is X plus Y equals Z. In this case, the X of the snake involves biology, which evolved down a very different path than a human. Uh, also, the life experience of the snake, which acts in similar ways as to the life experience of the human, where the snake will have its equivalent of thoughts and feelings about what it is perceiving in the environment around it that are predicated largely on previous experience. Uh, The Y in each case is a constant. It is the tree, and yet it is the X factor that uh, determines why the Z result for each creature is different. Uh, We give this as an example to explain why it is that uh, each of the Zs is true it is it is a true output it is a perfect output it could not be any other way and yet so many of you if not all of you in this world have been conditioned to think that if my z does not line up with your z then there is something wrong with me i am wrong i am misinformed and of course there are occasions when it is important to make uh, an agreement and consensus on what it is that the various X's are perceiving and what it means and how they will cooperate together in order to find a solution to a common problem. Uh, however, the unfortunate side effect of your human conditioning, especially through your education system, but also through the influence of the Mormon Church and other uh, similar influences, is that if... Your Z does not line up with another Z. You immediately go into self-loathing and self-hatred. You feel that there is something wrong with you. Uh, This is because you have been conditioned uh, from a very young age to shut up unless you know the right answer uh, or face severe consequences of social shaming in all varying degrees. This is a very human conflict, and it was a a conflict at the heart of the newly formed Mormon church, for as Joseph Smith was encouraging people to uh, connect with the divine and to trust what they receive, there were many, many different Zs, because there were many different Xs, and the people at the time, for as as much as they spoke of God with their lips, their hearts were far from them, because they were not quite able to accept they, they were not quite able to overcome their own conditioning in uh, sustained efforts they were able to in small spurts and it felt wonderful when they did when when they could be accepting of another's differences and recognize the deep similarities despite the obvious differences and could embrace those differences within the spirit of love and full acceptance and joy. Uh, It was a beautiful experience for all. Uh, However, when these differences creeped in and fear and judgment took over and the mind began blocking the heart, this is when there are problems and divisions and problems that are not truly problems that feel in need of a solution. This began to fracture the group of uh, early saints latter day saints and joseph uh, was concerned for he did not want to lose his vision of zion and uh, therefore he became more more easily influenced by those around him who would encourage him to establish means of control even if those control mechanisms were devices of fear which were created by their own imaginations. For example, the idea that uh, families can be together forever uh, was, of course, a later uh, adoption by the Mormon Church, at least the, uh, the phrase, families can be together forever. But the idea was... Uh, at the very heart of Mormonism, from the beginning, before it was even formed as a church, when it was the Smith family, for they would, in their uh, folk magic rituals, invoke the spirits to seal them together forever they wanted to be together forever and they felt especially at times of of loss when members of the family would pass away or close friends would pass away uh, they desired very strongly to have a knowledge that these uh, family friends acquaintances loved ones were not lost but they were in fact Uh, sealed for all time and eternity as it eventually developed as a doctrine of Mormonism. One of the uh, earliest ways that uh, this desire for families to be together forever was uh, ritualized in Mormonism was through the idea of uh, conducting baptisms for the dead. This is a very odd concept. And we know that there have been times uh, within the various minds of different people on the planet, they hear the phrase baptism for the dead. And they think of uh, exhuming corpses and uh, immersing them in water as a way to preserve the eternal spirit, which is a ridiculous image, of course. And in fact, the understanding that we Arcturian energies which were quite friendly with Joseph, or Joseph would uh, intentionally seek us out for guidance at various times in his life. There were, of course, times when he would escape into his own mind and feel that it was uh, the Arcturian influence when really it was only his own ego that uh, was disguised as Arcturian. There is subtle difference. It is not always easy to make the distinction. The, the easiest ways to make the distinction is to look at the message and to ask, is the message something which is inclusive or exclusive? Is it something which is inviting uh, greater compassion and acceptance uh, and love, true love among people, not simply uh, uh, exclusion in the name of love? <laughs> if, if one can make the distinction between... Uh, actual real love the messages of love and those things that are simply labels empty labels uh, one will do well so there was a time when joseph in his grief uh, came to us and asked what is to become of those who have passed away and those who have not uh, been baptized and we reassured him that uh, baptism truly is not what you think that it is it is Uh, a a symbol, a ritual is meant to rewire the human mind to a greater understanding of the truthfulness of reality. Uh, For example, one might say, uh, this person requires baptism in order to be saved by God. And they are told this at a young age, which uh, sets a belief. Uh, There are neural pathways which are created, there is a filter which is created and then the uh, the principle of confirmation bias uh, comes in they have already believed at a deep level that baptism is necessary for salvation and therefore that is the reality that they create uh, that is the way that they perceive the world and when a loved one who has not received baptism passes away of course their immediate response is fear well which is already a, a deep grief for the loss of their loved one and now that that grief is compounded by fear that uh, we shall never meet again and that fear is itself fed by a much deeper unconscious understanding that uh, of course there is no loss and it is the incongruity of uh, the unconscious self which recognizes there is no loss but the conscious mind so strongly feels the loss that there is a dissonance that is quite uncomfortable and very difficult to understand, for the egoic mind uh, is quite strong and stubborn and uh, does not wish to be consoled at times by the unconscious uh, understanding that uh, trust... This is why at times we ask you to place your hand upon your heart and to feel the pressure and to feel the warmth and simply feel what it feels like to exist in this particular way in asking you to bypass the the mind for it is the mind that will begin to tell all kinds of stories that have been shaped by prior experience Uh, nevertheless let us return to the story so uh, baptism was uh, communicated to Joseph as being unnecessary however when he began to tell those around him that baptism was unnecessary Uh, he recognized that he was losing them so to speak Uh, this did not uh, jive as it were with their confirmation bias it did not resonate it did not land in order to console them then he had to say well yes baptism is important you're correct you thought that it was and yes it is So what the Lord has now told me is that we can baptize for the dead. This can be extended even past a a person's lifetime and extended to the eternities. And he discovered that when he took that approach, it was much more effective. Uh, So much so that when he uh, finally announced to the body of the saints that uh, baptism for the dead was a thing, as you might say, uh, many rushed out To begin performing it just out of the excitement and enthusiasm, which again is a way of the conscious mind becoming aligned with the unconscious mind, the unconscious understanding that there is no separation. Uh, was quite overjoyed to be joined by the conscious part which says now we will accept this. Now we will accept this idea because we have performed this ritual and we have this power which allows us to change the nature of reality and we have changed the nature of reality from uh, separation of all things to a uh, eternal life and immortality and eternal life as it were. And look what we have done through our power, through our priesthood power, and thus arises the pride which comes from the mistaking of symbols with the things that they symbolize. A very similar thing happened with uh, the ceilings in the the temple ceremony, when Joseph taught that all people are sealed to each other for all time and eternity. And what does this mean? This means that the energy of the universe, the oneness of all things, is always together. All things are systems of intelligence which from which arise new systems of intelligence. And these systems of intelligence are energetic in nature at its very fundamental form. It is repeated patterns, learned behavior, as it will, the interaction between an internal system of intelligence and an external system of intelligence, which yield a new thing. Uh, The X plus Y equals Z formula applies for all systems of intelligence. And in fact, there really is no X and there really is no Y. Well, there really only is the the X, Y, the Z, it is it is all one. And yet it uh, twists and contorts itself uh, the way you might expect a, a magnet to have a positive and a negative side if uh, source energy were facing itself, if it divided itself into small parts and uh, one part turned its back on the other. There would be a... Uh, the the equivalent of the magnetic push, rather than the magnetic attraction uh, being repelled. Uh, This is how source energy contorts itself at uh, certain levels and certain dimensions of existence. It is uh, part of why the illusion of separateness arises in the first place. Uh, Nevertheless, all things are one. There is, uh, from our perspective, the way that source energy has organized itself, an X plus a Y, which equals a Z. And what we wish to impress upon you at this time is that the doctrine of sealing, which was introduced into Mormonism, was a doctrine to comfort uh, all, just to, to let them know that you are not separate beings. This, this idea of Zion, you are Zion, you energetically, uh, at, at the level of a soul, you are so interconnected. Uh, you are so interconnected, and yet you cannot see it. Therefore, a ritual was constructed in order to uh, teach, in order to change the conscious mind for the conscious mind to say I was separate uh, and then I went through this liminal experience where there was power that transformed me from being uh, mortal to being immortal from being uh, unsealed to all of my family and friends to now I am sealed uh, hooray <laughs> the The thing that we wish to share with you, however, is that there was in fact no actual transformation except for the transformation of a perception. It was simply their perception that changed for their energetic nature as souls did not change. It was only their mindset, only the state of mind. And thus we return to where we started today. You have a tremendous power, the power of perception the power of your mind, and you have influence over the way that you see the world. Uh, We do not wish to scold anyone for the way that you wield this power, but we would simply ask you, are you using this power in the way that you would wish? Do you accept that you have this power? Do you understand how to use this power? Do you understand what it is? Are you afraid of what it is? Do you reject what it is? Are you interested in learning more about this power that you have? And imagine for a moment that you did have this power. Imagine that you had the power to create any mood within your body at any time. Which mood would you prefer to be in for the majority of the time? Do you understand? Do you know? Have you set this as a goal? We would ask you to uh, create the condition within your own mind which would be equivalent to what you would call unconditional love. Where there is acceptance, there is compassion, there is interest, there is curiosity, there is forgiveness, there is uh, understanding, uh, giving the benefit of the doubt, there is uh, exuberance, there is joy, there is pleasure. There is desire for connection. There is deep curiosity. These are all words that represent uh, the thing that we would want you to all aim for. And we would ask the man in the chair now, how do you feel? You can uh, tell a distinct difference in your own internal X environment. Uh, It is different than when you initially sat down when you were feeling the frustration. And uh, how do you feel now? You feel energized, do you not? You feel lighter. You have been playing. You have been exploring what you believe to be true. And you have been doing it uh, in a style and, uh, uh, with a kind of flair that turns you on. That is your Z, your X and your Y as you have been uh, doing this experiment has resulted in a certain Z and you are quite uh, desperately searching for others who will uh, appreciate your Z Uh, although no one shares the exact same X that you do and when you are exposed to Y's you will have a different reaction however we encourage you to keep looking but do not require others to come into your life which match you z for z instead focus on creating that space within your heart and within your mind which will confirm to your heart uh, which will conform to your heart and be in harmony with your heart that you can find joy in any instance whether the weird things that you have to say and the weird ways that you have to say them are accepted and understood by others or not.
0: Thank you for playing with us today in the Arcturian Playground. Do not for a minute think that your exploration is finished. Carry us with you and invite the spirit of compassion and love into your lives. Nothing is more important or more fulfilling. Create compassion and love within your own hearts and minds. Then share it with all around you. Yes, it sounds weird. We know we would not have it any other way.